Welcome to Egg Foo What? First and only podcast about people eating stuff. I'm here with my co-host, Greg Wilson. Hello, everybody. Welcome again to another episode of Egg Foo. That was crisp. That was crisp. Just like the oncoming fall season, young Michael. <laughs> crisp. Crisp. Just like my chinos all ironed up at 12 years old for a trip to church. Crisp. <laughs> Your chinos. Coming out hot tonight. You didn't, hot call, them, you didn't, you didn't call them khakis? Well, nobody called them khakis, khakis. but uh, <laughs> most people did call them khakis. Uh-huh. Uh, my mother called them chinos. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know if it was a Boston thing or or she just hated me and my khakis. <laughs> One of the two. Pleated uh, or plain front? What's that? Pleated or plain front? Uh, that's a little personal, Mike. I don't need to get... <laughs> come on now. I, I, I can't believe these people know my name, much less, you know, come on now. Let's keep it. Keep it. Come on. Well, uh, Tom Shropley's convinced it's an alias. He doesn't think this is your real name. That, that's a that's a good point. That was great. That was good. I mean, I'm suing him, but but that was that was good. Oh, speaking of which, uh-huh. if you don't mind, and I don't think you will, I I noticed you guys did a uh, 50 best karaoke songs. Okay, yeah, sure. And if you didn't mind, I thought I would do a quick run through. Okay, what you got 50? No, oh, run through oh. y'all's 50. Oh, okay, because. Uh, I was like, ooh, I got to look at this list. And then when I saw the first one, I instantly stopped. And I'm like, I'm going to run through this list without looking at it previously. But I did see the first one, uh-huh. which was. Boy, Tehran. This is why you got to come to rehearsal. Mark. I mean, really, come on, big pause. Born to Run. <laughs> yes. Uh, interesting karaoke choice in that I've never once seen anybody. I was confused. I was like, I've never seen anybody do Born to Run. Why would you want to get up and do like the most earnest song of all time, which I love, mm-hmm. uh, but why would you do that? But then I remembered, oh, that's right. These are Jersey people. Of course, Born to Run. I can't believe Thunder Road wasn't number two or <laughs> Prove It All Night, my least favorite Bruce, quote unquote, classic. Uh, so I was like, oh, okay, this is by law, they have to put Born to Run. And then the real list starts. So then I got it. So when is the civil war between... Bruce and Bon Jovi fans finally going to happen. When is that? When are those two great nations going to finally square off? No, I, I think the real end, end it once and for all. No, I think I think Jersey people. Uh, hey, they have names, Mike. <laughs> hey, they're my people. That's if, if they're one, if they're one or the other, they just accept the other as well. You know, we can share. Now, the real the real civil war is Uh-oh. between Springsteen fans. And Billy Joel fans. Ah. Yeah. Outside of the Jersey Jersey, then you get into the matchup of uh, craftsmen. Yeah. And I say that word with, that's not, to me, it's not a diss. Uh, Uh I mean, I love Bruce. You know this. Mm -hmm. Uh, I haven't listened to his last 14 albums other than Letter to You, I like. But uh, uh, Billy Joel's another one. Like, if you gave me a a side of a old Maxell 90 minute cassette tape, I'm sure I'd be happy. (laughs) But am I going just through one side? Could could it do uh, ninety minutes? You could it do the greatest one hits volume one, which is what I have. My, what, my what? only my only Billy Joel. I rented the uh, greatest hits volume one. It's a two disc set from the library. Didn't oh my even, god! Didn't even didn't even pay for it. Mike, these people already know we're old. We don't have to tell them we're ancient. <laughs> and god, I, I'm I not going to distance away from this on a ninety minute tape. <laughs> oh my god! The only Billy Joel I own. I've never 
I'll tell you about, well, number one, uh, half of that side of that Knicks tape would be Good Night Saigon or whatever that fucking song is. Uh-huh. Uh, and I, I've never owned any, but Billy Joel's another one. I love it when he's interviewed because he's like legit funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're watching Big Interview, uh, but you, I'm, am I? I've never down? watched an interview, so I wouldn't know. If he, if I was flipping around, <laughs> like he popped up on uh, whatever, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, because he's really funny. But am uh-huh. I, am I digging in, digging into those uh, albums? No, no. But but no this on Billy Joel. I don't want to be one of these snobby music geek haters who hate Billy Joel. Uh, perfectly fine. But let me, let's run through this list now that we agree that it's insane and born to run. That reeks of that <laughs> I didn't awkward agree moment. That. I didn't agree with that. What's that? I didn't say that it was insane that it was born to run. Well, I feel like we should agree on that. <laughs> now, that's that reeks of agree that to awkward. That uh, that re- that reeks of that awkward moment at every karaoke night when at first somebody they all do Lion Sleeps Tonight or Spice Girls, but then people start clapping and cheering them on so they get serious. Mm-hmm. And they you know eight sherbets in they want to do a sincere born to run. Uh, which you know, which puts the yawns on the faces, but but again, that said, this is from someone who born to run. Not only is my favorite Bruce song, it's one of my favorite all time songs. Uh, I I don't need to mention that I've met the man. To me, that's no big deal. We're just people. We're just two guys. Uh-huh, yeah. I don't like to talk about it. That's my story. That's mm-hmm. our private story. Me and yeah. Bruce don't need to talk about. It. So let me let's run through this list, list okay. real quick. And this is for pure karaoke, right? Not. Yeah, not purely like the song. Great, it does it work for karaoke. Yeah, uh, summer nights, perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, if you have a lady, it looks like Olivia and John. And those were those leather pants or pleather? No, I think they were uh, stretch pants. But stretched what? <laughs> Synthetic material. I don't right, know. Well, we'll, we'll it wasn't gingham. It wasn't gingham. We'll get some fact checkers on that. Uh, that's a great one. That's that that was made for karaoke. Uh-huh. One week, bare naked ladies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, terrible song. That it was the intro for Big Bang Theory, which I watched for a while. Uh, that was legit funny. It went on for like nine thousand episodes. I don't know. Video games by Lana Del Rey. I've never heard of. <laughs> All these things that I've done, the killers, never heard of them. Uh, surrender. You, you should check that out. Don't tell me what to do, Mike. It's legit. It's now. legit. Uh, I mean, wouldn't there, wouldn't anybody do Mr. Brightside if they're going to do the colors? Well, it's debatable. You make a good point, Mike. I'm sorry. We'll move on. Uh, <laughs> Surrender, cheap trick. I I would say that's an intimidating song because I mean that whatever we think of cheap trick or whatever. I mean that guy can sing, mm-hmm. so that's tricky. Would you do Surrender? No, that would. I do uh, the people who barely sing. You know, right. I do the, the 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 speak singers. You know, because oh, I don't even the Henry Rollins. I don't do the Henry Rollins spoken language. Shit? Oh God! I don't I don't make an effort to sing because <laughs> I know because I know I can sing. So I kind of if I can speak through a song, that's yeah. where I go. But the, but that's more the fun point of karaoke. Whereas some, if you're doing Born to Run, you kind of have to actually sing it. Oh yeah, right. Well, Tom, but... I've, I've seen Tom in action, and he can, he can belt out a song with the best of them. I mean, oh, are these really... all are these all songs that he's done? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's his show. Oh, his I show. thought this was like it's a his big show. Vote? No, it's his show. Tom's running the show. Oh, I was wondering a... why. I was wondering why common people made it so high on this list. Which uh-huh. again is a song. A song I absolutely love. Uh-huh. I wish I'd written that song. But 
who's doing that one for karaoke? It's 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 a hundred minutes long. It's uber sincere. It's a great song. I wouldn't do it. I thought these were like voted in or something. No, okay. no, no, no. It's it's okay. all subjective, and and Tom right. is running the show. Uh, Interstate love song, Stone Temple Pilots. I, all right, I can give a shit about that. Uh, Faith, George Michael. That's a fun. I bet that's a fun karaoke one to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get to dress up in your leather jacket, Mike Liss. <laughs> just maybe. Ooh, just just you're, scotch. you're the one having a fantasy here, not me. Just a, you, it's just a scotch too tight on your <laughs> unshirted body, and you wiggle your bo- your bum, as they say. That's a fun one. All the small things. Don't give a shit. Uh, although Blink-182, that first video they did, damn it. Remember that song? No. That was a good song, and that was a legit funny video. Watch the video. Okay. Uh, All My Life. I've never even heard of KC and JoJo. R and B. Which ones are? Which ones B? <laughs> Say it ain't okay. so. Weezer. Isn't that a bit dreary for karaoke? No, I mean, it's, got, be... it, it, it's got that. All right, everybody likes that part. All right. How much karaoke are you at? Like, I can't remember the last time. I, literally, I bet if you told me it's been thirty years, I wouldn't be shocked. You sound like you do a lot of karaoke. No, but I'm just saying that song, I could see uh, people would get into it. I, I've seen okay. people get into it in a bar. I, that's a okay. that's a jukebox favorite. Okay, that's yeah. fair. All right. Uh, Creep by Radiohead. All right. Any thoughts on that? Oh, I don't really <laughs> care. Uh, Shania Twain, Man, I Feel Like a Woman. The dumb song, dopey song, but if I'm a... I bet it's fun to do, sing karaoke. Actually, yeah, I'm sorry. Well, it's not yeah, that's the song. whole point. Be, yeah, I don't want to be insulting. I know that's the whole point. That's why I'm dogging Born to Run. <laughs> that, that that was my whole point. With my whole point, uh, the Shania Twain would be fun to sing though. Uh, Just a friend. That's a great one to sing. Uh, that one you can kind of have fun with. Suspicious Minds, Elvis. All right, you want to have people comparing your voice to Elvis? Be my guest. <laughs> Nine to Five, Dolly Parton. That's uh, that's a fun one. I bet you ever seen good ones of that one. Yeah. Okay. Well, you don't have to, you don't have to sound like, I mean, geez. Gee, don't, to, pat pat me to, on my head. I'm trying to move this thing along. I didn't even know you were going to do every song. Oh, I'm sorry. You, what, you got a job interview? You got a date next? You got somewhere to be? I, I thought wow, we were I'm sorry. It, keep it tight. I'm trying. <laughs> okay. Uh, Elephant Love Medley. I don't know what that is. Don't Look Back in Anger. I love that song, obviously. I wouldn't sing it. Karaoke. Stay, Lisa Loeb. Okay. Uh, anything Molly Cyrus, I'll give credit to. That's probably a good karaoke song. Uh, what's this, Stevie? What's the Edge of 17? I don't what's have that one? List. I don't have the lit list in front of me. But, I mean, do you know the song? Stevie Nicks? Stevie Nicks? That's not the Jan- Janice Ian song. Stevie Nicks, Edge of 17. Okay. No? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know that. If I heard it, I'd probably recognize it. Yeah, yeah, me I'm too. Not, I'm not deep with uh, Stevie Nicks, even yeah. though I saw her. Oh, my family show. Jesus. <laughs> uh, now this one's gonna bug me. Two out of three ain't bad. Meatloaf. Why are you not? Why would you not do Paradise by the Dashboard Light if you're doing Meatloaf? Yeah. Uh, Garth Brooks, Friends of Low Places. Dumb song, but I, it's, it is probably fantastic karaoke. I can see that. I guess that's why they call it the blues. Elton John. I love that song. Uh, can't imagine what it's like karaoke, but I love the song. Uh, I'm skipping anything with Guns N' Roses in it. I mean, haven't we had enough as a nation? Enough. Yeah, so I, more, 
I'm a to- I'm more I'm with you on the moratorium on guns uh, and roses. Like I, I get it. I get it next to poison and whatever. Welcome to the or uh, appetite for destruction sounds sounded like revolver at the time next to Brett Michaels, whatever. But come uh-huh. on. Uh, up to Junction by Squeeze. Nope. Uh, ain't seen nothing yet. Back on Turner Overdrive. That'd be fun to do. One of the Don't first singles me. I ever bought. What's that? One of the first 45s I ever bought. Oh, Bachman do you remember Overdrive. the B-side? I don't remember the B-side. But I bought that and Taking Care of Business. I was going to say, well, would you rather do this or Taking Care of Business? Either one. I, I mean, they're both yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. I guess Taking Care of Business, you can have fun pretending you're playing the keyboard. <laughs> that'd be good that'd be fun I, I i if we did if we ever did this you know for an insane amount of money uh i'd do the keyboard part. okay don't stop me now by queen uh i like all the queen hits i'll be honest i didn't even realize till like two years ago that was a queen song mm-hmm. crackling rosie neil diamond if you have any confidence in your pipes any neil any neil diamond song you do i will stand up and buy you nachos give me give me abba I don't know that one. I love it. I like ABBA. I don't know that one. In excess, don't change. All right. Sounds like someone wants us to think he's uh, Michael Hutchins. I mean, <laughs> uh, good luck, Mr. Sharpling. I mean, come on now. That was a, that was a good looking man. Mm-hmm. What It Takes by Aerosmith. No clue. <laughs> Z- Xanadu, Olivia Newton-John. I mean, what am I going to say? She just died. Am I going to shit on this? No. <laughs> Steal My Sunshine. That was a great song. You remember that one? Len? Yeah, Len, Len. Len or Len? Len. Len. That was I, dumb I no name idea. for a band, though. Yeah, I have no idea what they did before or since. <laughs> that is an all-time. Nobody hates the summer mm-hmm. or sunshine more than me, <laughs> but I love that song. Uh-huh. Uh, and I never have once spent eight, one second uh, seeing what else they did, but you know. You get what you give. New radicals. Uh, I think somebody is fucking with you. That one. Suffragist City. David Bowie. What what Bowie song would you do? I like Young Americans. Young, Young Americans. Americans. Is it Americans you know, my, or American? Young American, right? Are you singular? trying to pronounce Americans? Young. Oh, young. singular. Young. I think it's but I think it's plural. We were the Young Americans. Yep. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. You know what Bowie song I love. I still love. Uh, that nobody ever seems to share with me is, uh, and I'm not saying it was his best song, but I loved Blue Jean when it came out. Remember that one? Yeah, I like that song. Oh, I love. I hated Let's Dance, uh, which I like now. I don't know why I hated it so much as a kid. Uh, probably political reasons, but I loved uh, <laughs> love political reasons. <laughs> as an 11 year old, I was like, uh-huh. this guy, this guy, I can't. I just can't. <laughs> I like his music, but I can't. Uh, uh, I like and I like Suffolk City, but boy, Blue Jean. I'd love to see someone do Blue Jean. Uptown Girl, there's your Billy Joel. That's probably as good a one to do for karaoke, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the go-go's we got the beat. That's that's a good one. Especially if you have a couple of girls. I mean, you know. But if I had a couple of girls with me, I'm not sitting around singing karaoke, you know what I mean? Uh Goodbye Stranger, Super Tramp. Who's that? <laughs> Big hit. Well, yeah. Oh, oh, that clears that up. Okay, good. Uh-huh. Oh, this was a big music hit. Oh, okay, I got it. Breakfast of Champions. Uh, oh, another uh, Killer song. Uh, when you were young. Huh. So 
right now there are more killer songs than Springsteen songs. <laughs> Is somebody going to get arrested uh-huh. for this? Uh, do you know that killer song? No, uh, I don't know that one. Last Dance, Donna Summer. Yeah, it's a fun number. Come on, Eileen. That'd be a fun one. Uh, even that funner one is overplayed. It's probably overplayed. I, yeah, you're right. I, about I, that. I think that needs a that needs a break. We need a break and, from that song. Yeah, and and let's offer a cash reward for anybody who can name a second song by Dex's Midnight Runners without uh-huh. looking it up. I mean, I remember uh, when that song came out. That's how old I am. And, oh, I remember. Yeah, it was and, huge. <laughs> And it, it was it was big, and I but I hated it. It was one of those songs mm-hmm. I just thought it was goofy, but yeah, uh, it, it was goofy. It, it, it had a lot it. of staying power, you know, and yeah. it's still with us. I, I like it, but if you say it was kind of overplayed and overdone, that's yeah. that's fine. I don't uh, I don't disagree with that. How about we swap it out for that big country song, you know, which was big in at big, the time. In a big country, in a, in a big country, yeah. Did they have a set? I were they that would be no, good on like in karaoke. Girls. Got that yeah, rousing chorus, you know. Yeah, put put that on our list. Okay. <laughs> right right now we have that. We're gonna do an alternate list at some yeah. point. Okay. That and what was the one we said we'd sing? Oh, uh, the BTO one. Me me doing the keyboards. <laughs> I'm gonna wear Craig uh, Craig on air keyboards. Air keyboards. No, worse than that, not even air guitar. Just air grand piano. Like I'm just gonna sit, <laughs> quiet, stoically play. Do it on the my table. Tuxedo. In do my it on tuxedo. the table or the bar. That's right. While you're jumping up on chairs and uh-huh. melting it out, I'm just Mr. Classy on the keys and behind. Uh, number 44, uh, the only Concrete Blonde song I've ever heard, to be honest, is Joey. Uh, I don't know any other Concrete Blonde songs. I like that song. Uh, uh, Hair of the Dog by Nazareth. That's my tune. What is that? <laughs> there's, there's a line in there. Now you're messing with the son of a bitch. And you get you get to say that over and over again. It's great. Really right. wins over the crowd. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the next time we're in the same room with each other hanging out, I'm gonna somehow prompt somebody into f- <laughs> forcing you to say, now you're messing with a son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna make it happen. I'm gonna provoke uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. Uh, I promise you this. Say say that line again. Now you're messing with a son of a bitch. Michael Lisk, I have chills. <laughs> I have chills. First yeah. of all, that's a T-shirt. Uh, for any T-shirt manufacturers who want to sponsor X or what. Uh, but I am on pins and needles after that one, Mike. Uh, the Human League, Don't You Want Me. That's a good one. I love that song. Uh, did, did you ever know any other better hits? They've been around no, for a while. I didn't, I didn't that, go, right? go into them either. Okay. Uh, I'm out with you. Modern English. A classic. Uh, that was me and my high school girlfriend's uh, song. So, yeah, How did you know it from? I mean, everybody got introduced to that from the movie, right? Valley Girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. That was weird because that was one of those songs that uh, everybody seems to have known. Like even kids that like didn't listen to music that wasn't on just regular crappy radio. Mm-hmm. I feel like even if you just listen to top 40 radio at some point when you were in high school in the eighties, you knew I met with you and you knew the first violent films album, even though nobody bought it, it was never on the radio, but somehow we all knew the, those two. And then but, later yeah. social distortion ball and chain. Nobody bought that album yet. Everybody knows that song. Yeah. It's very strange. 
Violent Femmes was weird for me because, yeah, I, I, I somehow made it through the 80s without knowing that album or that song. Wow. Blister in the Sun. Yeah. And then I used to sort of, uh, I was sort of like the designated DJ. And mm. my brother's uh, was living in a house in Springfield uh-huh. and uh, New Jersey. And uh, of course. And somebody wanted that song. And I'm like, I didn't know it. So I was like, yeah. oh, okay. And then, and then, you know, they gave it to me. I was like, oh, okay. And they all went nuts. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, here's a song I didn't know. And now I know it. And uh, yeah, it's it's the the song that the, everybody knows. Like you said, mm-hmm. I guess a lot of people bought that record. With 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 the uh, Melt With You, mm-hmm. I, I don't remember hearing that on the radio or anything. Did that get radio right. play? I, I think it did. Uh, yeah. Somehow, because... After like the said, movie? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. I think I don't know if it was on the radio. Somehow we just all knew it. Uh-huh. Like I said, even like some some of us were trying to get into cool music, like the Ramones and Replacements, and some didn't. But we all seem to know uh, that song, including, as I said, my high school girlfriend. That was our quote unquote song. Uh, we're on a break right now, uh, <laughs> <we're>, <laughs> and we, we need some space. We're we're fine. Uh, that that was our song. Uh, it serves a lot of high school romance songs in the 80s uh, so some of the 80s music that that i wish i could have avoided uh you know were, were irritating things like billy idol um mm-hmm. you know i i i always i i know that like people like those songs but you know i i just let well i guess i always associate those, those songs with the videos well, I, thought, yeah. I, I thought he was sort of a comic figure from the get-go yeah. you know well then you're like well then you're like and I can't remember. I think so. I think I probably like some of those. Songs. I don't know. But then, then once you discover Generation X, you're like, well, this guy used to be. It's like Rod Stewart, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you forget. Oh, this guy was once Faces, mm-hmm. but 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 that Billy Joel album was wall to wall when it came out. But all right, two more, three more. Uh, Phantom Planet with California. Uh, to be honest, if you just showed me the name of the band and the song, I wouldn't know which was which. Uh, Closing Time by Semisonic. I guess that's a great bar song. I don't know why he wouldn't put that 50th just to make that the closer. Yeah. Like a bar. Uh, great book, oh, by the way, that guy. Uh, was it that guy? The leader of that band wrote a book about the music industry. Did you ever read that? No. What's his name? Dan Wilson? I think I it's no that. Idea. No, no. And it's just a it's just a sob story of oh we got handed a billion dollars but we couldn't make the perfect job we wanted to make every time and anybody who's ever tried to make music just reads it like I just want to punch this asshole in the asshole. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, so he's making then, excuses that they were sort of a one hit wonder. Yeah, I mean it was, this was fifteen years ago, right? Mm-hmm. It was just kind of bitching and moaning. I don't know. It's like, dude, shut up! You you made more money than. 99.9 percent of people have ever tried so mm-hmm. uh, i don't know i feel bad now if i went back and read it for all i know it was about you know his family being eaten by wolves or something i don't maybe i don't want to be a jerk to the guy uh, he's probably listening you yeah know. he's probably listening is right wait am i am i offending one of our would-be sponsors <laughs> yeah and then finally uh mother by danzig uh-huh all right, that's the list. I, I don't know any Danzig songs. I don't no, care I, about them. Danzig, Danzig and the Misfits are, mm. you know, I know they have their mm. following, you know. Yeah. I mean, 
but uh, I just never went there. Uh, yeah. And so I, I would say I would I would say about half of these are straight up great karaoke karaoke songs, mm -hmm. um, and then some are whatever. And then some are just shitty songs I don't care about. And then some songs I'm like, why would you sing this? Even though they're good, like Born to Run. But like I said, I'm, I'm sure it's in the bylaws and something you have to put in there. But all right. So, yeah, Interest, interesting list. Okay. I, I thought I thought I assumed it had been like a poll. I didn't know what kind of you know dictatorship was going on over there. I didn't know it kept everybody <laughs> under his thumb and demanded everybody. Well, to it's like a his subjective list. I mean, you know, he's running the yeah. list. He was making the, the choices. Yeah. So, I mean, it's subjective. You know, if you want to do homework and, and come up with your list for next week, we can do that. I saw, I saw, uh, I think it was NPR. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, shared. A, I can't listen to NPR without falling asleep. Uh, okay. Okay. Here we yeah, go. We'll, the editorials. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, uh, that monotone. Uh, uh, all right. Drives me nuts. Uh, all right. And, and uh, some guy put, spent the last two years putting together the top 50 songs every year since 1950. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty incredible. Like you, I go, I went through the first thousand songs. I didn't even recognize them, the name of one barely, but it's, 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 I'd say that it's the definition of exhaustive, um, but that's probably not true. Mm -hmm. but, uh, even though I do get paid uh, to think of words for a living, but uh, it's interesting, interesting list. Uh, uh, what prompted the karaoke list, or was that just what? Uh, uh, Tom, the, Tom's, the new... Tom's a big fan of karaoke. I've, I've I've done karaoke with him, and like I said, I, I mean, he, interesting. He, he he really belts him out. I mean, he's great at it. You know, me, <laughs> yeah. you know, I did a couple of goofy songs. You know, I did Streets of Philadelphia. I did oh the Nazareth God. song. <laughs> you Streets of Philadelphia. <laughs> I I wanted was, to throw was, a curveball at people, you know. And I don't, you know, it's it's like one of his subdued songs, right? I don't have to, you know, really belt it out. So I did Streets of Philadelphia. Anybody, 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 want to get up? anybody want to get up and sing a song about AIDS? <laughs> Mike, come on up. Yeah, yeah. And, and Mother, the John Lennon song? Yeah, yeah, the John Lennon song. You sound like a fun guy to do karaoke <laughs> with. Maybe maybe some funeral. Well, I don't get out much, so, so I want well, I, I to impressed. leave an impression on everybody. I'm impressed. I I don't. I'm not joking. I don't think I've even been around karaoke. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I can't remember the last time I just happened to be sitting in a bar and karaoke started up. Uh, I don't know. No. I don't know what bars you guys are going to. Well, uh, well actually, break? when I went, I mean, you know, uh, in New York, they have the the private rooms you can get karaoke. Oh so that's God. that's where I went with uh, with Tom. You know, That's we, next level. We, we went to a place they have private rooms. You get a group of people in there. Well, your mm -hmm. friends, you don't have to worry about strangers in a bar. But my the most impressive karaoke I ever saw. Mm -hmm. I was living I was living in Queens for a while, mm -hmm. and we used to go. Me and uh, my roommates would go to this bar called the Galloping Green on uh, Queens Boulevard. Oh, you are <laughs> Queens Boulevard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Put that one on a T4. Actually, it wasn't on Queens Boulevard. It was on... Oh, God uh, damn it. That blew this whole bit. <laughs> it was, I think it was on Union Turnpike. You are not Queens Boulevard. It, it was on Union, Union Turnpike. But anyway... Mm. Uh, oh, good. He, More roadmaps of Jersey, just like the other week. Here we go. Everything's and, a highway. And, and and this guy was a singer. He, he was a musician. He was a singer. <clears> and he did a <throat> uh, whole lot of shaking going on. The Jerry Lee Lewis song. 
-hmm. And he got people dancing. Now, see, that's another one. I, mean, I love that song. I have ears. But I wouldn't sing it unless I could also mm -hmm. be playing piano on it. Um, that's an uh, odd one. But, but it sounds he, like he actually like got one. people dancing to him doing karaoke. I'd never seen that before. Wow. Since. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah, that was impressive. Now, but karaoke by definition means you can't play an instrument, right? You're just singing. Otherwise, it's like an open mic situation, right? Well, no, I'm sure regular musicians will do it. Wasn't there? I think there was a a show or a podcast where somebody was doing, you know, they had musicians doing karaoke, you know, like singers from other, you know, doing songs from other people. Mm -hmm. um, so were they uh, playing along? No, no, they were just singing. That's not karaoke. They, they were okay. just singing. Yeah, they yeah. were just singing other songs, you know. Yeah. yeah fun I, show. I did not know... Uh... I mean, I guess a new karaoke was still a big thing, but uh, I'm a little, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a little surprised uh -huh. and impressed that it's such a part of your life, Michael. Esk. But when, when's the next karaoke outing? <laughs> no, I, I haven't had one in years, and and it's, I mean, I don't have any in in, in my hometown now, Howell. I mean, yeah. Howell. I don't know where the nearest karaoke is. Um, I'd have to scope it out. Bayonne used to have every once in a while. Some bars would do a karaoke night. Actually, one of my coworkers, mm -hmm. she ran a karaoke night at a, another bar, and uh, it was quite successful. You know, right. I mean, you can get a following, and 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 the place I was just talking about in Queens, they had a following. And what was funny about that, we would go regularly uh, to the karaoke night, and you'd have the same people get up and sing the same song. Yeah, but you yeah, had, that's what I'm saying. And you had your local while, Madonna. You yeah, had your your local Neil Diamond. And with you know, each drink, they get more and more earnest about it. And you're like, oh, God. <laughs> you see that you see their face in the crowd. And it's like, oh, guess what? The local yeah. uh, Johnny uh, Cash is here. Yeah, and... comes breezing in. <laughs> hey, it's me, guys. Settle down. It's uh -huh. me. Yeah. Then he starts yeah. flipping through the binder. <laughs> oh, no, they look, don't, they oh, don't even flip through the binder. They know That's the old... number of their song. That... They, oh, they only sing one song. They're specialists. They're, ca they're karaoke specialists. Do you think they go bar to bar? I bet you they do. Yeah. Wow. Wherever they can find it. Yeah. You know, because they, they know they, they can, they can knock it out well, of the park with one. I song. guess it's, yeah. I guess it's like a comedian doing their set and then bopping on down to the next club yeah. and uh club, 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 club. Uh, that never occurred to me that you go in, do your karaoke number, uh, wait for your applause to die down uh, and then go to the next <laughs> bar and sing it. That is well, I would love I would love to hear from anybody who's ever done that or knows about that. And I don't mean that in a I'm going to shit on it way. I'm just genuinely. Uh, wow, that is something I would like to hear more about. That. There was there. It's not karaoke, but it's it's similar. There was a uh, one of my uh, customers at Masters <clears throat> Tavern. His nickname was Motormouth Dave. He liked to talk. And he liked to tell Picked jokes. Yeah. He liked to tell jokes. Mm -hmm. But he surprisingly. He was he was a pretty good singer too, mm -hmm. so we would have live music in masses, and he would get up and do a tune or two. He had like his his specialty numbers, but he would mm -hmm. do it live with a band, hmm. you know. So it was uh, well, the, ba the band the would just happen to be there, and he'd say, "Yeah, he, yeah." He knew the guys in the band, and he would say, "Hey, you know, uh, would you mind if I got up?" And and some of his songs were not my favorites, you know. He would do Hotel California, like you know, why yeah. do we need we need this? <laughs> You know, we're like on another, girl. Oh, haven't heard that one. Another song that needs to be retired. Yes. But but, you know, he was good. And and 
But the best time I saw him, I went to see, wasn't at Mass's Tavern. It was at another bar in Bayonne. And uh, actually, it was the same band who had played at Mass's. So they're at another bar. They're playing. He comes in. He literally, <laughs> he walked in the bar, walked directly it. on love the it. stage, sang his song, and was out of there. I love mean, it. the timing couldn't have been more perfect. And I'm like, <gasps> where does this guy get off? You know, what not, happened to? Not, is he still around? What? Where is he? <laughs> he's not even in the band, and he just sort of walks in, walks on <sighs> stage, does his song. He also did, he, he also did uh, his other big hit was uh, some kind of loving, which I like. I like that song a lot. You What's know, some Grant, kind of loving? Yeah, uh, Grand Funk did it, but it's actually like a. a an R and B guy did it. The original, I think, wrote it. Wait, um, isn't, isn't that some kind of wonderful talking about? Oh, some, baby, yeah, some kind of wa- some wonderful. Kind yeah. Of wonderful. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm uh, sorry. Don't interrupt me, Mike. I'm singing. Talking about. <laughs> I'm auditioning for your karaoke crew. What happened to this guy? I, he's still out there. I mean, he's you know I'm not in Bayonne as much now, so I I know he's uh, still roaming the earth. Wow. Roaming the earth, motor mouth, motor mouth, the greatest one of those stories I've ever heard. And I'm not going to give the long version because I'm going to miss something. But Jim Brewer t- tells a story of he was at a wedding reception of some cousin and his cousin was somehow in the music industry and was connected. And all of a sudden, uh, oh, and he had this uncle who was a bit like a, I will, I'll say motor mouth Mike, but everybody hated him. And he was this narcissist who was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to sing this song at this reception. And it was all primped and ready to go. And he was going to be the star of the reception. And in walks uh, Brian Johnson from ACDC. And uh, is it Ronson? Who's, who's Bowie's guitar player? Uh, Nick Ronson. Did he die? Yeah. Okay. They, they walk in and the DJ is like, oh my God, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So they get up there. Ripped the place apart with Back in Black, a couple other ACD songs, whatever. Destroys the place, mm-hmm. right? Like, what better wedding reception thing could happen at a wedding? And, of course, after they're done, everybody's just melted. And But, of course, this guy's uncle still insisting uh, he's going to close after Brian Johnson and Mick Ronson. <laughs> like, I hope you enjoyed that, guys. The, the, the closer is here now. <laughs> And and I, and of course he gets up there and everybody's just horrified like oh my god like the eyes are rolling up, uh, but boy, the chutzpah is like. <laughs> I mean, I would say what what song did he do? Do you know? Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't remember. I don't even remember if if it was. A, I on one hand I say, gee, if I had one hundredth of that confidence, uh, but on the other hand I'm like I do have one hundredth of that confidence. That's why you know, but. What a balls. I mean, the hook's on that guy. I'd love to talk to that guy, too. Him yeah. and Motormouth Mike. Let's get them on the show. <laughs> work, it, work your magic. Uh-huh. I mean, one uh-huh. of them's in Jersey. So, you know, we know by law you have to talk to each other in you know, the next <laughs> meeting. So we can count on him and then uh, we'll get the other guys. I, I, I just want to tell this one more story about uh, Motormouth mm-hmm. Dave. Yeah. Oh, Mo- <laughs> please. Oh, is it Mike or Dave? <laughs> Dave. Is it oh, I'm Dave? sorry. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So motor, sorry Motormouth Mouth. Dave, like, like, like I said, he likes to play. Uh, he likes to tell jokes. Mm-hmm. So I found a way. Somebody had these uh, uh, sort of, you know, these speakers uh, that you could connect with your phone. You, you know, you could you could play music from your phone mm-hmm. on these speakers in the mm-hmm. bar. Right. You know? And so 
I found a uh, I wanted to do do that, but with a laugh track. Oh, <laughs> so, so so I could that's just better, that's better than my idea of putting a laugh track on uh, the deer hunter. <laughs> <laughs> that that's one of my life goals to put a uh, laugh track throughout that. <laughs> so I'm I'm just sitting in the background and and Dave comes in and he starts doing his thing and then, you know <laughs> I just sort of hit the laugh track and it was loud too. So like the whole oh. bar would would hear this laughing going on and and he's looking around like what you know he didn't know what was going on you know. Oh, I, that's I, good. I had a good time that night. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's fine. Laugh track and a rim shot thing. You you could have <laughs> could have really put on a show there. Yeah, it was good. I like we that. Were having, that was one of the memorable nights at masses. There were many, but uh, that that yeah. one stands out. Well, we'll we'll have to we'll have to get some news on Motor Mouth Dave at some point. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. And this is uh, a <laughs> that's karaoke. <laughs> covered karaoke. Yeah, yeah. We're three three quarters away through the show, <laughs> and uh, but I wanted to get to a couple other things. Um, All right, pressing news. Um, you know, I you know we've been talking about the Doritos and peanut butter. Oh, hold on, before before we talk about that, I just wanted to make sure my retweet about Dave Davies from the Kinks. Yes. Heard of them. Uh, I need to make sure that I retweeted him liking one of my tweets a second ago. Hold on. Oh, oh, shoot. Are we being recorded? Oh, is this on the air? Oh, excuse me. Oh, hello, Dave Davies. No big deal. Okay. Sorry. I said a little housekeeping there, guys. I'm sorry. You've had an interaction with him before, though, right? If Dave Davies writes back to me, I will have to stop this. uh, Get him on the show. That's true. That is... uh, he has replied to one of my tweets in the past, yeah. which uh, I'll, I'll dig up at some point. By that, I mean it's the screensaver on my phone. <laughs> uh, so, so I know you've I'm, had interactions with him before, so I was like, uh, oh, okay. Uh, so good. The I'm sorry. Conti- the dance continues. The dance continues, David. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Uh, you, were talk- you were saying sorry. Yeah, so I bought some Doritos. I haven't had Doritos yep. in a long time. Yep. Um, to me... The original Doritos are for kids. Those are those are for what? kids. Yeah, Doritos. Original, yeah, the original Doritos. I'm a ranch like, Doritos guy. I mean, what, how can nacho cheese Doritos be for kids, but Cool Ranch Doritos are for adults? It's it's more subtle. It's it's you know it's it's a subtle flavor. You think it'd be the opposite because Cool Ranch is more not subtle. So you think kids would be well, maybe maybe I think kids Cool Ranch is, is is subtle. You okay. you. you you think it's less subtle? You think it's stronger? I think it's stronger. I prefer original. I like Cool Ranch. I prefer the nacho, the original. I, I would think Cool Ranch is a little more tangy or a little more, uh, you know, you feel a little more. But I think you need to revisit the ranch Doritos. <laughs> I think you need to revisit your nacho Doritos. Well, okay. So I get the nacho Doritos, right? Which, you know, the, the reason I, I never went back with nachos Doritos is because they, they smell like, old socks right i mean they smell like smelly gym socks what what the fuck the smell what, what do your socks smell like i mean well not anymore i you wish know, my socks smelled like remember when you were a teenager and you were sweating all the time and you take me when so- i was a teenager socks off and you they stink that's what, what do you mean remember that's like gonna like happen me. in about 15 minutes when i undress <laughs> if your feet if your socks smell like doritos you need to go out and make money at a carnival <laughs> or state fair come smell the doritos feet I would uh-huh. pay for that. I would pay to smell Doritos feet. So now, I get a bag of Doritos. 
Yeah. All right. Now, now here are the problems with this Doritos and peanut butter. It took me, you know, I had to rummage through that bag. You saw the little mm -hmm. video I shot, right? As verification oh, yeah. that I did this. Yeah. I had to rummage okay. through the bag just to get a full oh. triangular shaped oh. Dorito. Yeah. You had they're to rummage through the bag? They're 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 all oh. they're all broken up. They're oh no! Tiny pieces. Hold on, hold okay. on. Uh, Ken, Ken Burns, what? You want to stop the Holocaust, uh, Doc? Okay. You want to stop the Holocaust documentary and get on this? You got it, buddy. Okay. So Please. just finding a, a full size Dorito is a chore. The other thing is, how do you apply the peanut butter? Do you tell me you you take <clears throat> that chip and you dip it into a peanut butter jar, or do you Let use a, a knife and spread it on? Let me say this. First of all, that thing you did, that video you made was so disgusting. <laughs> I don't know what that peanut butter you got was. Uh -huh. Now, number it's called one, Jif. it's called Jif. Well, number one, popular speaking brand. Of, speaking of kids foods, anybody eating creamy peanut butter over the age of three is lost. I, I don't know why you even bother. What's the point? But so number one, that. But somehow, I don't know if the lighting, it looked like snot. It looked like you were rubbing snot on your Dorito. So it was I think shiny. it was a little. I think you're yeah, talking it about it, it, it looked like there was an overhead it looked, light. It looked like you taking some peanut butter and mix it up with water or Vaseline. Uh, it was disgusting looking. Uh, now, I don't know if that's some Mike List propaganda, getting his people worked up to go against the peanut butter and Doritos thing. So uh, do you, you use a knife or do you stick the chip in the peanut butter? I'll, sometimes I'll try to stick the chip in there, but since I'm an adult, I, I do chunky, which is a little sturdier. Uh -huh. um, I'll just kind of mush it around. Sometimes I'll take my finger, or most of the times, actually, I, I use my finger. I just scoop it and just plop it on there. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I don't know if because... I, I don't know. I wouldn't go through using a knife. That's a little. Well, here's my uh... observation: the chips are flimsy, so you can't you mm -hmm. can't really stick it into the, the to yeah. scoop it out. So yeah, you without stick the it chip in, breaking it. it. You and stick. Plus, you, who wants that Dorito dust in the peanut butter? It's gonna Me. leave. It's gonna leave residue. For you know, if I see Doritos residue in food, I'm not upset. <laughs> you, you want most that, most you, of, most you, of the time, you want that residue on all your food. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I want that on my toothpaste. <laughs> I'll spritz right. it and I'll walk through. Okay. But you, usually, I'll use my finger and just kind of. Yeah, you know, I don't worry about covering every inch like you. You're you're careful spreading. Uh, my high school nickname, careful spreading, and I'll just kind of scoop it on there a little bit. Well, I'll pop it on there. Here's here's another problem. Uh -oh. So, all right. Now How many I got problems a chip. can there be? <laughs> I got a chip and I've got the peanut butter on there. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm thinking, well, if, if I'm eating peanut butter, I need something to drink, right? Yeah, sure. Because peanut yeah. butter is... There's one answer to this. Need and something I, I mean, to drink. You, uh, there's one answer to this, and I know you're going to bungle it. So I'm, I want to hear this, what you use to drink with it. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. Normally, if I'm having peanut butter, I will have milk. Correct. Now I'm having a, a, a Dorito, oh my which, which is like disgusting, right? You can't, no. you can't have milk with a Dorito. I love milk with Doritos. Are you kidding me? No. That's your answer? Milk? Milk. What, milk. what was your, what's your answer? Well, my answer was like water. I wanted to, to have like a neutral uh, <laughs> substance that uh, wouldn't Water's not me. neutral. <laughs> Well, it's water, you know, it's not water's milk. Not, water is not going to cancel out. It's not milk, milk or soda, <laughs> which I normally have with a Dorito. So I went with water. Right. Okay. All right. So then, then you very bravely raised it to your mouth. 
and took a bite. I munched away. And okay. I'll say this. Oh, uh oh. Peanut butter. Uh oh. Peanut butter enhances. Come to me. Come to me, Mike. Peanut butter enhances anything you put it on. Let me guess, except Doritos. <laughs> yeah, you guessed correctly. You're right. I mean, Mark. what happened is you you, <clears throat> you you get the peanut butter, which is great, but then you get this sort of aftertaste. It's it's the Dorito aftertaste, you know, that. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The Dorito so this was, dust, the, the, the assembly of never, chemical this was never artificial flavors. I thought your horror was the Doritos peanut butter combo, but I think I'm discovering now you just don't like Doritos. Yeah, I, I you know, yeah, I don't I, like cottage I'm, cheese. I'm, 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 I'm being not putting flat peanut up, butter in it. But, but I'm saying peanut butter enhances anything, so I gave it a shot just so right. I can have this conversation with you. Right. You know, after, after I appreciate for, it for the last several weeks. <laughs> But but I think I think I would argue you just don't like Doritos. Not really, yeah. So but, but I, I'm saying if you do like Doritos and peanut butter, then you'd love the two of them together. Anybody who would say otherwise just doesn't like one of the two. Which I understand. I don't like cottage cheese, so I'm not mixing it with a Big Mac. <laughs> well, we'll have to leave that so to the I, audience. I, I, I think your case has crumbled down all around you here, Mike. <laughs> No, uh, think, interesting to I, see how your people swarm to defend you. <laughs> My people. I'm sure they're on high alert. Uh-huh. I'm sure, no, uh, sure how the spin doctor. Uh, I mean, your, this your, one. your uh, peanut butter and rye bread combo really went over well with the public as well. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Another the, big L in the uh, the Twitter poll. Well, our, I wouldn't say that because uh, we discovered this the Dorito big L I pulled out as a win. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand the. Even the Doritos one, I can kind of go. Well, I guess I don't know. The, the 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 rye bread. What's the, I don't understand the revulsion to peanut butter and rye bread. It's it it's just people odd put sauerkraut to people. It's on odd rye to bread. people. It's odd to people. Doesn't mean it's and, not good. And I like I I like both of those. You know, I like peanut butter and I like rye bread. So it, your theory that you know if you love the two items and then you just put them together, you're gonna love it. I think it goes out the window with the rye bread. You think so, yeah. but you haven't tried it. <laughs> I'm not going to try that. Now, you thought the same about the Doritos, but now we find out that you tried that, but then it turns out you were you just didn't like the Doritos. This one you just flat out won't try, even though you like both of them. Yeah, can I'm not going to try it because... Can, uh... we, can we say that you're a little scared that you're going to like it? <laughs> Come on. Come no, on. Uh... I didn't, I, I, I didn't want to like the first payment record either. I get it. <laughs> I understand. I want to hate it, and I loved it. <laughs> Won you over. I can understand. You don't want to try peanut butter on rye because you're scared you're going to like it. I don't. You don't need to say a word. Okay. I'll I'll, I'll be the bigger man. I'll be magnanimous. <laughs> well, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave uh, it at that. No... For now. I, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to be Mister Pun here, but we have uh, milk this as long as possibly can. But I, I, I think I, I, I think if you tried the peanut butter and rye bread, you'd be I'm not even pleasantly surprised. I think you'd just be pleasantly pleased. Okay. And you, I'm not saying you'll come crawling back apologizing. <laughs> you don't have to say it, but we'll both know. That's okay. All. Yeah. I, I'm not going to go out of my way if I have rye bread handy. Uh... 
Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Fair enough. That's fair. I'm not asking you to go out of your way. Shall we talk about this week's dish? Sure. <laughs> An hour in. Uh, sure. This week we tried sesame trick chicken. Sesame chicken. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is one of my old reliables. I mean, yeah. this is a fallback. Um, in Bayonne, there was a little discrepancy down here. Oh. In Bayonne, sesame chicken was a hot dish. How about where you're at? Hot, hot, hot. You like mean a really spicy, spicy? Yeah, a red, a red letter dish. Oh, my, yeah, mine wasn't spicy at all. Oh, okay. Um, I don't remember. I, I don't think there were any. Uh, you know, like that one one I had, where they were like a range from one to eight or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this was just normal, and I would say it was no spot, not spicy at all. So, which I wouldn't notice because I don't. I'm not a spicy guy anyway, so I was probably fine with that. But yeah. see, I like I like it a little spicy, so I asked for it to be spicy. They, you know, mm-hmm. they put in some red pepper flakes, and yeah. it, it it wasn't real spicy, but you know, it yeah. was a little more. Uh, I'm surprised because I I would think I would guess more people would be like that. They wanted a little spicy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I understand I'm probably the majority with that way, but yeah, mine wasn't even. Maybe they maybe they knew. <laughs> Have you ever had this before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sesame yeah, you've chicken, had it before. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's probably a universal. Or, I would put it in under the category of uh, you know it's perfectly fine. Uh, it's it's got that goopy sauce that we run into <laughs> too much. It's heavy. Yeah, it's a heavy. Uh, I don't know. We need to talk to China about these sauces. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing to the ducks, but I guess it's uh, a little less sweet than the GT chicken. It was a thousand times better than the GT chicken. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not not as sweet, not as goopy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sent you a picture. It looks it looks exactly like yours. Uh, if I'm okay. looking at yours, it looks pretty much exactly like yours. It looks like you have some chives, which are nice. I did not have chives. Well, that's not my actual photo. That's uh, you know. Oh God damn it! <laughs> every, why do you do this every week? I, I don't know. Can't you why just do you, take a picture? Why do, you, why do you fall for it every week? Every week. <laughs> I'm like, wow, Mike's a nice food photographer. <laughs> Oh, this is from Arthur Stewart. This is from Google search. You know, yeah. I, I, I find something that looks as much like the dish I had when I guess I was right on the money with you. Uh, but they, they all look like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, yeah. that's pretty Ooh. much what it looks oh. like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Perfectly fine. Not as goopy, goopy enough. I probably got through, you know, I ate it early. It was like mid afternoon. I didn't want to eat too much of it anyway. I got through like half of it. Perfectly fine. Yeah, you can take uh, you can make two meals out of yeah, this easy. Yeah. I mean, I I shared my, mine with my father yeah. and right. Yeah, it was yeah. it was, it was uh, two people could could yeah do one dish. Yeah, it's it's in that category. Perfectly fine. I don't think I'd ordered, but if that's at the buffet and yeah, mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah, I'm happy to have some of it. Yeah. How much broccoli? Uh, uh, there's no broccoli. No broccoli. You didn't get any broccoli. No. Oh, it was. Uh, I'll, I'll say this though. Uh, you know, usually you get a little broccoli, you know, two stalks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got two stalks. I didn't get any broccoli. Wow. I didn't get a plastic fork, nor did I get a fortune cookie. Wow. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, and You're, uh, Are you still, like, searching for, like, a reliable well, place? Well, I, mean... I, I work in Chinatown in D.C., mm-hmm. so I would think this would be fairly uh, re- reliable. Well, I shouldn't say reliable. It is reliable. It's perfectly fine. Uh-huh. But it was just the chicken, the sauce, the side of white rice. But I didn't notice, but one of my final bites, they had a couple of slivers of 
uh, not even barely cooked onions, mm -hmm. which I found to be delightful. Because okay. uh, as you know, and all of our fans who take detailed notes of everything I say, uh, I do not like cooked onions, but I, I like our nice raw onion. And that did provide a nice little, uh, not even oomph, but a, a nice touch to it. So, uh -huh. so, so where yeah. most people would have been probably, oh, what's this raw onion doing here? Yeah, it was a delightful oh. surprise for you, Greg Wilson. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Was that wrong? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't wrong at all. <laughs> but uh, uh, so for score, you know, I'd say, um, you know, uh, six eight. Okay, six eight. That's, right? Yeah. Okay. Would, I'll, I'm, I'm going to just round it up to seven. Oh, make you me know, look better. Right. You know, I'm not the seven. jerk. You know, <laughs> I don't know what you're taking off the point two for, but, uh, you know. Well, you know, I don't, I don't know if it's a seven. A seven's a little more like I, I might get it again or look forward to it. Yeah. Whereas six, eight, again, uh, if it makes an appearance, announces its presence in front of me, fine, perfectly fine. You know. See, my sevens are like a solid, reliable dish. You know, it's like wherever you go, yeah, I can't really screw it up. And well, you're more of an optimist than me. I mean, we all know this. We all know this. <laughs> yeah, I'm the optimist. You're too too positive sometimes <laughs> with these things. Uh, yeah, too positive. Too positive. <laughs> uh -huh. Mike Lisk, too yeah. positive. Uh, I, I I feel good about that score. Six eight. Okay. Did you get anything on the side? I just got the white rice. I well, you know, they they upsold me to the combo, Ooh. which I should have remembered from last week that. Uh, this this one particular place I'm going to, which everything is good at this place, except I've discovered their egg rolls. Their egg rolls are really? just, yeah, they're just like too tight. They're too hard. The, the casing is really kind of hard. Uh, maybe people they, like a really crisp, huh. hard, crispy egg roll like that. But uh, to me, that's weird. Yeah, it's, I, I like the softer variety, you know, the little mushiness well, to it. I don't know if I've had. I don't know if I've ever really seen too many egg rolls that weren't exactly like every other egg roll. Mm -hmm. Really? Like, wouldn't you say that? Like, yes, I would say that. And that. That's kind of yeah. the surprising thing about this is that, <laughs> yeah. uh, that it is a little different and yeah. you know, I don't know where they're getting them. I mean, I'm sure they just get them from a supplier and they fry them, yeah. but yeah. Uh, this is a, huh. a different supplier and uh, not a fan. That's interesting. I think I would notice that the, uh, egg roll was that different. Huh. Uh, say well that again. <laughs> well said. What the, I, What did you say? I missed it. Um. What did I just say? <laughs> I was preoccupied. You got important things going on. We know yeah, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm multitasking. Multitasking. You, you, you got somewhere to be. You got your karaoke you, auditions. You have no idea what I'm going through. You got your karaoke auditions. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but yeah, yeah, satisfying dish. No problem with it, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. No problem. Um, I wanted to also mention that I finished the wedding parties. Ooh, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Here it comes. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> No, no. Warning. I, warning. warning. I, I am in the I am on the 10th floor of a building. Just warning. Just saying. Uh -huh. 
you know, I won't I won't well, throw out any before, spoilers before, before you destroy it. I won't I won't uh, throw out any major spoilers. No, I won't do that. Before you I, destroy it. I encourage it. every everybody to check it out. I I see people have been has there been an uptick? I saw somebody was saying they just they just yeah. purchased one of your books. Yeah. Well well uh, A little I finally uptick. got this one. I finally got this one available on paperback. Uh-huh. It's for eleven ninety nine. Yeah, as you as you suggested. So there's yeah, there's some now there's there's more excitement when it's an, a paperback, I guess. Uh, yeah, again, we're yeah you know, we're we're aging ourselves by saying that. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I read this you know on the computer, and mm-hmm. I just am not a fan of doing that. Okay. Um, yeah, so, I'm not either. I'm not either. So you know. Uh, give I mean, me credit you like for, go, that, for going the like extra think, mile. <laughs> you'd like to think that people that know you would just be happy to pay the two dollars just to you know <laughs> shut you up and say you did, but whatever. Okay, no. I, but, I did uh, read the entire book. Okay, I'm ready. And... You give the. <laughs> I'll just. I'm you just seem gonna, gleeful. I'm gonna no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> say this. People should re- get it. You know, it's it's a fun romp. It gives yes. you a, 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 an insight into the Greg <clears throat> Wilson. Uh, you know, world of, uh, mm. you know, uh, his, his comedies, his comedy stylings. It's a great world. It's a great world. Come with it's, me, Mike. Walk with us. It's very different. I'll say this. It's very <clears throat> different than Williamsburg Rats. Yes. Uh, good. I, I'm glad you I, said that because it's I'm, supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It was very different. This, let, let me just ask you a question. What, what inspired this story? It was there, were you a fan <clears throat> yeah. of a certain style of a writer? Um, oh, well, that's a good, that's a great, there's two, two things I would say. Number one, and this is going to sound incredibly obnoxious, but when I was a kid, like 12 years old or something, I had this idea. I was like, wouldn't it be funny if these two r- r- robbers showed up at a wedding and I think in my head, like one was the mastermind, one was the dopey big guy. Mm-hmm. They would be funny and hijinks ensue. So that was okay. 100 years ago. And that kind of stuck with me. Mm-hmm. And so then about a year ago, I thought of that. And then I totally changed it. But And I thought I had this ending. And as I wrote it. But then as I got to the ending, I realized I didn't like the ending. Mm-hmm. So I stopped for like six months. It was just, uh, this sucks. It's bum. But then, then the ending came to me. And I loved it. So I finished the book. But... I was also inspired by. Have you ever heard of Tom Sharp? The he's a he's a British writer. I just stumbled into him a couple of years ago. Uh, Stephen King said he was the funniest writer of his generation. So I read this book of his riotous assembly, and it's this satire on like British colonialism and the insanity of it. And it was just so much because I was also hung up on. Well, you can't just have a book where you just try to be funny. There has to be some blah, blah, blah. But then I read this book, and it's just wall-to-wall batshit funny, crazy. What, what, the body what was count. the author again? I, I missed the author. I, I've Tom, got other stuff going on here. Tom Sharp. Sharp with Tom Sharp, okay. Yeah. Riotous. And Riotous Assembly. Okay. Uh, and he's had a, a couple other books, too, but that was the first one of his I'd read. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, that's right. It's okay to just write a book that where you just won't try to be funny uh for the most part so that was that's how that that uh, so that's a long-winded way of saying that's how that, that book was uh inspired so. okay that's interesting i mean i you know you mentioned a lot of authors in your your the list you're you're doing on um twitter and 
you've mentioned other authors to me. Mm -hmm. We're always like always. It seems like we're on you know uh, separate wavelengths as far as like yeah. writers go. You, you you seem to gravitate to a lot of British writers. I mean, you know, I've read yeah. a few few contemporary British writers, but not a whole lot. Yeah. Well, um, but you, you seem to really gravitate to British writers over American writers. Like, uh, you yeah. know, my comparison. I was going to ask you if you ever read, you know, Elmore Leonard. Have you read, read mm, much no. of him at all? I, I don't like. I don't like that style. That noir mm -hmm. crime. Mm -hmm. Any of any of that. I'm. Not, I don't. I don't think I. I don't love a lot of writers who are stylists. I don't think mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I probably do lean more towards British authors more because, uh, I usually, I rarely read contemporary fiction to begin with. Uh, mm -hmm. I've actually done more of it over the last two years mm -hmm. for whatever reason. Um, but I've always been like, well, it's hard to tell what's worth reading if it's, if it hadn't been, you know, studied for a hundred years or whatever. So, mm -hmm. so I, I think that just naturally lends itself to more British writers than American writers, but, uh, mm -hmm. But then again, my favorite book of all time is Grapes of Wrath. So, mm -hmm. so I'm an enigma. Who's going to figure me out? So, not you. <laughs> well, not no, you, Michael. No, but, I, I, but I don't, you read, I don't read, intend to do so. You read I mean, way more contemporary fiction than than I than I do. Mm -hmm. so, that's all. Although I mean, that's that's dropping off. I mean, you know, I, all, all of my favorite contemporary writers are dying now. Yeah. You yeah. Know, so. Like. I mean, they were they were older writers like John Updike or Philip Roth and, yeah, you know, Saul Bellow. You know, yeah. they're all they're all dying now. We well, want those three are dead. Yeah, um, like I could but, I tried to read Philip Roth a couple of years ago finally, and uh -huh. but or or Updike, which one wrote Run Rabbit Run? Yeah, the it rabbit. Was, it was both. It was it was both of those books. I was like, both of these guys, and I know I'm shitting on two amazing writers that <laughs> and anybody. Who's smarter than me, which is most people can are free to roll their eyes. But I was like, these guys can obviously craft brilliant sentences, but then over the course of whatever, I'm like, well, wait, these haven't added up to anything even remotely interesting or that I care about. Uh, so. Here's what I'll say about the Updike books, the rabbit and I, books. And I know I'm wrong. I know everybody uh, loves them. No, so no. I, and, and actually, I'll, I'll be critical. I'll say it, it, I think the, the rabbit books are worth reading. But mm -hmm. the first two books are very different than the this, this, the the last th two books. You know, okay. there's more there's more humor in, in the last two books than the first mm -hmm. two. The first two books are actually quite somber and mm -hmm. kind of just full of tragedy and stuff. So, yeah. so I could see somebody reading that first rabbit book and saying, "Ooh, you know, I don't want more of this." Mm -hmm. And even the second book. Uh, they probably go like, oh, you know, this mm -hmm. is too much because it, it, the second book yeah. may be even more uh, extreme than the first book. Yeah, but well, I'll that, say, but I'll say that this. I wouldn't, that I wouldn't mind. I, I don't mm -hmm. mind depressing as long as I like mm -hmm. it, you know. But 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 he, I think it's worth doing because, like I said, the last two books, uh, Rabbit is Rich and uh, what's mm -hmm. the last one, Rabbit at Rest. Those are mm -hmm. great. Um, okay. what, what, what he's trying to do, I don't know if a lot of people know this, like he wrote those books at the end of a decade. Like, so, mm -hmm. so rabbit run is the, is, is sort of a summation of the fifties. Right. Rabbit redux is a summation of the sixties. Uh, and then, you know, rabbit, uh, uh, rabbit is rich is the seventies and then, mm -hmm. uh, or maybe the eighties. I think, I think, I think he skipped the seventies. 
Uh, busy. Yeah, he was busy with other things. Like Mike Liss. Yeah. The rabbit, <laughs> rabbit is rich is the, is the go-go 80s. And then the, the last one is the 90s. I see. And, was Run and, Rabbit Run the first one? Yeah. It's just called okay. Rabbit Run. Rabbit oh, Rabbit Run. Run. I'm sorry. Yeah. I think, I, yeah. Maybe the That's movie version, they, they changed the title. There was a movie. Mm. I've never seen the movie. James mm. Caan was, was in yeah, the movie yeah, version. Yeah. I, I still haven't seen it. Not watching that. <laughs> but but you know you know what you would like if you want to dip into Updike, read his short stories. His his short stories collections oh, okay. are great. Try okay. you know trust. That's a good point. Yeah. Trust is a good one. Um, but the, you know, I've read a couple of them and they're all consistently good. So okay. so try 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 a couple of short stories, and then you sort of maybe we get into the flow with him. But back ah, to your that's book. That's fair. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Back to your book. Um, yeah, it's it's fun. I you know I'm I'm I wanted you know a more personal story. You know yeah. I I liked. Well, your regrets wasn't enough. <laughs> Jesus, well, as I, I said, as I said, carve out for you people. <laughs> as I said, it was it, it may have been too much. Maybe yeah, maybe yeah. you you had nothing right. left after that. Okay, so yeah. that's that's I mean, a legitimate. Uh, <laughs> I only have so much explanation. <laughs> So you, yeah. So maybe you just wanted to get away from yourself and do something lighthearted. Yeah, so I, that, I wanted that, yeah. it to be a totally different character, just total mm -hmm. lighthearted, just total fun, yeah. wacky, whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there are like little things that pop up. There's a character, Martin, mm -hmm. and 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 is this? I mean, you know, I know you're a big fan of Martin Short. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 you know, I was like, is is he making this character for Martin it, Short? It's it almost is like, you know. I feel funny now. I don't know why I called him Martin because he does. If you picture him, he does. He is very Martin Shorty. Yes. Uh -huh, okay. Yeah. But I mean, did you have that in mind or is that just kind of a, an observation that I picked up on and you weren't aware of? I wasn't aware of it, but I've always loved Martin Short. And when I was doing, starting it, I was in the hubbub of the first season of only murders in the building. So mm -hmm. uh, I, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure it was no accident. I picked uh Martin for that character, but uh -huh. I, I didn't think of it consciously, but uh -huh. it, it makes sense as, as if you think about it. Yeah. So uh, now I'll get to my quibbles. Oh boy. <laughs> I tried to go somewhere. Oh, now you're not in a rush. <laughs> now, no, let me say this. Let me say this. You know, I'm okay. just, I'm just, we're, we're having fun here. You know, I'm yeah. not going to be a jerk, but uh... <laughs> I'm not going to be a jerk. How do you like I'm that? Like you know, I'm going to preface, <laughs> preface these remarks. Yeah. I'm not trying to be a jerk. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, unconscious. But uh, <laughs> no, the, the I think you undersell the story with your title. The the title, mm -hmm. the title, the wedding parties. I, you know, I you know I couldn't tell where you were going to go. And, and in the early chapters, mm -hmm. before it kicks into gear, I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, this is interesting. He's doing like a little uh, social observation mm -hmm. of uh, the, small town, the class system in his small town. Yeah. And I was like, oh, OK, this will be fun, a fun little romp. Uh -huh. But uh, then, it, you know, it gets into, uh, let's say, just, you know, some lighthearted criminal activity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so that's why I'm saying, you know, with the title, the wedding parties, it, 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 it doesn't really grab you. You know, it doesn't have a lot of pizzazz. So okay. I'm thinking about I mean, you really want to go after the, the, the bridezilla crowd with this book, I think. Which is a substantial crowd. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I, that didn't that didn't occur. Now I will say that. So so here here are my suggested title changes. I mean, you're right. not you're not going to do this. I know, but 
This is just what I'm thinking. I'll throw well, it I'm out gonna, there. I'm going to write these down so I can remember them tonight as I'm cursing you. <laughs> yeah. I, the first one I thought of was. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Time, hold on. Let's let's bro- name this segment. Mike Lisk is not going to be an asshole. <laughs> but he will retitle your book <laughs> in front of you. <laughs> and millions of other people millions yes or mil- <laughs> millions of listeners i i, I want this is actually flattering that you would take a minute to think of other titles so and i, 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 I did have to think well, all afternoon this was like on my mind i'm like what you know it's, what, what can i do so the first one i came up with was the bride wore kevlar oh oh you good. like god some? god damn it that is good <laughs> fuck <laughs> Um, now I'm really depressed. <laughs> now, <laughs> these windows open. What the that, fuck? That, it grabs you, right? I mean, that's uh, a good. That's a good like, one. That's, like, what that's is a good this? One. You know, the bride wore Kevlar. What? You know, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's kind of a little. Yeah. And then, then the other one I came up with was, <laughs> "Here comes the suicide bomber." <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, can we get away? The, can we get away the plot more? <laughs> but you, you want to read it now, right? You want to read? That's good. I will say, I that's okay. That's okay. Okay. That that would be a funny movie title. Like, uh, it makes me think of, even though it's not really. Uh, here, the Russians are coming. The Russians are coming. Uh-huh. Yeah. Remember that movie? Uh, yeah. It's just a funny title. I love the title. Uh-huh. Uh huh. This one's okay. Uh-huh. The Bride Wore Kevlar. <laughs> that's gonna bug me for a little while. I I hate saying this. I'm glad I mean, I got how, my did, how did you come up with the title? Me. How did you come up with the title? It, it's um, it just seemed to make it just popped into my head. It seemed uh-huh. to make sense. Uh, okay. And I, and I'll be honest, I don't know if I've ever started reading a book and then thought about whether or not it connected well enough with the title. Is that a mm-hmm. thing you do? Or? Well, no, no, no. Uh, like I mean, I you're said, right in that it would help with marketing if I had to, you know. Yeah, no, I wouldn't say thought about it more because when I yeah. thought of it, I thought it was the perfect title. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, but, I've never bought a book because of the title. You know, it's right. Like, I mean, but, I mean, you could be thought, right. You know, with, with your book, you know, I, I think that would like what the bride work kept. What the hell is this? I got to read this, you know. Mm-hmm. But, but um, with the wedding parties, you just go. Uh, I don't think so. Now the wedding parties, I I was like just indifferent. I was like, well, right. what is it? What is this going to be? And like I said, the early chapters. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking it's going to be something else completely different. And then, you know, once yeah. it kicked into gear. Right. And right. the other thing I thought of, you know, like a, a, a tagline. Have you ever mm-hmm. seen uh, the um, Luis uh, Bunuel movie, The Exterminating Angel? No. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's wow. A foreign, it's a foreign movie from, I don't know, early 60s or yeah. something. I, I don't know how many times I can say no to this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not really a movie guy, are you? You're like a not, TV not as, guy. You like not television. As much, not you don't as really much like as movies. Well, I like movies, but I'm not as much as movies as TV. And I've yeah. always been that way, even yeah. before TV got cool again. Yeah. But, <laughs> but anyway, th- that movie is about a sort of upper class uh, dinner party mm-hmm. where it's it, it, the the, uh, the the guests realize that they can't get out of this room, mm-hmm. and a panic sort of takes over. Sounds like Edgar Allan Poe, right? Well, that was, uh, yeah, well, that was, that's something else. Yeah, that's oh, a whole, oh, that, that oh. was one guy in a room, right? Murders in the Room Org? Or? Oh, no. Uh, the Cask of the, the Red Death. Un- the Cask of the Antimalado? Oh, was... 
I was thinking that gets uh, walled in. Yeah, I was thinking of the match of the Red Death where everybody's at that party and they can't leave or whatever. But uh, oh, okay, yeah. I mean, it's been a while since I like read, that. Yeah, Grand yeah. Poe. Yeah, but anyway, it it sort of had a a vibe that I yeah. sort of seemed similar to what the, the predicament that ensues right. in your book. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, dinner party, an enclosed group of people that. Uh, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Uh-huh. What's the tagline? <laughs> no, I was gonna, I was gonna say, uh, but, but, but it, it doesn't work now because you're not an Elmore Leonard fan. I was gonna say like Elmore, Le- Elmore Leonard meets the Exterminating Angel, <laughs> which is like but, people look at that like, wow, you know, it, it, you know, but, but it would be intriguing I, to people, I think, you know. I can't, I can't wait for your blurb on my next book. <laughs> Here, here, here's one last uh, one last quibble you know you know you know yeah. me mr yeah, yeah. Uh, gr- mr gritty realism you know, that's oh, what, yeah. you know that's mike's thing right you know yeah, he, loves, he loves, loves he can't it. get enough of that he can't get enough a little, of that little grit. too gritty in real sometimes that's okay he, he that's can't right. get enough of the gritty realism wow but anyway so when i see things in books that just are like you know that's not that never happened in a real uh-huh. you know that that's sort of what uh really uh, i object to uh-huh. so there's there's a one little facet and this, <clears throat> this isn't a spoiler right but but it plays an important part in in the, in the story mm-hmm. is that a pizzeria mm-hmm. has a two-for-one night mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. saturday on a saturday night mm-hmm. yeah never never in the real world never happen. no never happens Never happens. Not even in a fictional Monday, book about a fictional Monday, group in a fictional town. Monday, two for one. Yes. Monday, two for one. <laughs> when yeah. I was a kid, we did have uh, half Tuesday pizza nights on Wednesday. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, Monday, I would Tuesday, Wednesday. I would suggest you're right, but uh, who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, Mike. Mike. That's what I'm saying. Mike's Mike's gritty realism. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm such back. a minor audience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, if you, I can push back for a moment, <laughs> anybody out there thinking of buying the book <laughs> who's put off by the idea that a fictional pizzeria <laughs> in this fictional town with fictional people uh, has a two for one pizza night, if that idea offends you, then pl- I understand if you do not buy the book. Yeah, there. That that's that's gritty. That's if that's your gr- too gr- that's, that's too gritty. Too much gritty realism, uh-huh. or not enough gritty realism. Uh-huh. Then I respectfully, I can uh-huh. respectfully uh, step away. And 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 one question, just at at the end, mm-hmm. I, I was just it was it was a little bit of a mystery. Maybe it'll be in a sequel. Oh, whatever happened to to Judith? Oh. <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> she she goes off with, with one of the main characters doesn't she and <laughs> we, we mm. don't hear from her again mm. we follow we follow mm. this other character to a 7-eleven ah and, and 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 this may be the most uh-huh. personal this may be the personal where greg go wilson on. was really peeking peeking out i'm listening you, you go on at great lengths about the taquitos taquitos am i pronouncing it right yeah taquitos taquitos at 7-eleven yeah the book is (laughs) the book is wrapping up i'm ready to like just get get to the finish line oh yeah but no we're gonna have a little a little Little trip a little little stroll Mm. 
through the 7-Eleven. Let's mosey around 7-Eleven. <laughs> a little couple of taquitos and for a the lengthy, fellas. A lengthy, I mean, it applies to our show where you, you go, we talk about food. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, you you go on at great lengths about 7-Eleven yeah. taquitos. Yeah, we're, we're, I've, we've cornered the Chinese food market. And now I'm going after uh, big taquito. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I'll, I'll never find out what happened to this other character. But I know how Greg feels about taquitos at 7 Eleven. <laughs> but so, but overall, I would you say you enjoyed it and would yes, recommend it? I, I enjoyed it. I yeah. did. Well, it's, thank you. It's, you know, it's, I'm always interested. Was it funny? Know. That's all I care. Yes. I mean, and did it, you like the ending? The setup? Yeah. I mean, I yeah. knew we weren't going to end up. With a mass shooting, so right. anybody oh. who's, who's who's against violence in 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 books, there there is no spoiler alert. <laughs> there, this is a lighthearted romp. There, there is no uh, yeah. extreme violent uh, uh, acts in the book. That's not true. <laughs> well, I'm glad you liked that. I'm glad you thought it was funny. I just uh-huh. wanted it to be funny and enjoyable, and uh, a little social commentary. You're mm-hmm. right. Uh, not too much, but mm-hmm. that small town. And that is a uh, little taste of that from my youth growing up in a small town as a, not an outsider, but like I, we talked about before, my parents coming from Massachusetts into a mm-hmm. small southern town. Yeah. There's always a bit of a scant, you know, going mm-hmm. on, but uh, yes, a little yeah, bit of that. So like but, a little bit of like outsiders. Yeah. But so I had a blast writing it. And I'm glad you enjoyed reading it. And mm-hmm. I think everybody, anybody else would just uh, have enough, uh, the laugh out of it and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. If I, if I may brag. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I applaud anybody who can, you know, <clears throat> get out a story like that and uh, put in the effort. So, yes, you know, and of course, I want to, you know, I, I mean, I know I drag my heels on reading your first book. But uh... <laughs> oh, 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 only the only the seven years. That's all. That's all. It, it did That's only one hand- dog year. That's it only did, one it, dog year. It did come in handy for the uh, the podcast, though, right? Barely covered three presidents. That's all. <laughs> you did. You're fine. You know, if I read it when it came out, I, I wouldn't have remembered a lot of the details, so I could talk about it on the po- podcast. And look at you making lemonade. <laughs> Look at that. That that's that, that's not the Mike Lisk I know and love. Mike Mike Lisk takes lemonade and makes lemons. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. You're right. We're right about that. But uh, on to the next book, then. So. Oh yeah, I I, I hope you know. I, I mean, you write what you want to write, but you know, I I like when you're in there. When I when I yeah. get a little taste of Greg Wilson in there. There you go. I, yeah. I take that as a big compliment. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Awesome. I got my uh, fortune cookie here. I know you got. I, I did not you, get you one. You got slighted. Oh, look at this thing. This thing's like a, a paragraph. <laughs> oh my God, they, they filled up the whole thing. All right. Oh, oh come on. You Are you kidding me? If you, love kidding some, if you love something, set it free. If it returns, keep it and love it forever. Oh, brother. Uh, Man, why don't we just start? Why don't we start a fortune cookie company? Yes. We could come up with. I mean, this, this real is just, fortunes. This is like drivel. I mean, they're not even yeah. putting in any effort in no. this thing. No. It's like, oh, that, wow, Mike Liss gritty takes <laughs> on fortunes. <laughs> the gritty, the gritty realism, realistic of, fortunes of, of fortunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, 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 you're right in settling. You'll never do better. You're lucky. You're you are where you are. <laughs> lucky numbers. 
Why bother? <laughs> Why bother? Save, save your money. <laughs> yeah, save your money. <laughs> these are your lucky Fortune numbers. But I, you just, I can't believe These yeah, are your lucky I, numbers, but you're just going to lose. So, you know, you're just gonna, keep, keep yeah. the money in your pocket. Open the fortune cookie. Oh, I, I can't believe you spent $21 on this horse shit. <laughs> lucky numbers. Why bother? <laughs> I like I like it. All right. And I think you're right. They're just dribble. Like, yeah, they, they're, not, they're not even trying anymore. You know, no. Ooh, let's, give China, you are on blast. let's give them a cliche, you know, and, you know, maybe they've heard it a thousand times. Maybe they haven't. No good. Yeah. No good. I agree. Anyway, I think we've uh, just recorded our longest episode thus far. Um, yeah. Did we, did we keep this under 30? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tom Sharpling is having uh, a field day with our uh, the lengths of our show. I'm sure gradually we'll, growing. Next and, next 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 week we'll do four minutes just to stick it to him. Yeah, and then throughout the week as he's like, "Why am I feeling so empty? Why is something not feeling right?" Mm-hmm. He's like, "Damn it! I only got four minutes of egg food. What?" <laughs> yeah, make him want he'll, more. He'll learn the hard way. That's fine. Yeah, that's all right. That's how we learn. That's how we learn. Okay, right. that's uh, that's the show this week. Thank you for yep. listening. Thanks, everybody. Hit that subscribe button on Google, on uh, YouTube. On Google. Yeah. Just open up your laptop. It's the same company, right? It's the same company. (laughs) I'm sure. They're all the same. Just find it on the internet. (laughs) Give give us a nod. Give us a thumbs up, whatever. Write a review. We we appreciate all the nice reviews we've gotten on the uh, the podcast. Very nice. I'm glad people are enjoying the show, and uh, we thank you for that. I'm, I'm sure that that'll change now that I've called you out on your Doritos bullshit. And, uh, oh, I, I have a feeling uh-huh. uh, your people are swarming to send out the bad reviews, but uh, oh well. Until the next food controversy. <laughs> I'm Mike Lisk. I'm Greg Wilson. Thanks again for listening to Egg Foo. Sayonara. <laughs>